A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Getting by, Dad, to say I love you. To say what? Say he loves it. Outrageous. Welcome back to Getting My Dad to Say I Love You, the podcast where I chat to other people about their parents and most importantly try and get my dad to say I love you to me here's my dad helping me with the intros how are you John I'm well I'm enjoying these great I'm enjoying it too we've got Jamali Maddox this week um probably not a comedian who's in your stratosphere of what you watch I don't, I don't think I've met him um you haven't met him doesn't mean unless, unless I unless I was drunk or something and saw him at Edinburgh and yeah I, that might I, be the best of fair chance of that, that could have happened he's been on the show Taskmaster you've watched that no so it's not a DIY show is it no it's not it's where comedians do uh, challenging but amusing tasks no oh no I, I haven't seen that is that is that good very funny show he's also in a show he did a show for Vice uh, they had a channel and the, from the magazine where he would go around America chatting to groups of racists and uh, sort of seeing why they're racist and making fun of them. That sounds, it's, it was quite a very amusing, but quite challenging time for him. I'd uh, say that was quite a difficult thing to do. Yes, he's very good at it though. But now I'm going to find out a bit about his family and see if he's got any top tips for getting you to say I love you. All right, you want to hang out for an hour? What are you going to do for an hour while I go and chat to him? Make a large gin and tonic. Jamali Maddox, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me, bro. Thanks, man. It's been You're a the... very long time since I've seen you the other day, isn't it? Uh, well, it hasn't. Yeah, twice in three days. I'm very lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that, well, I ain't seen you for years. I know, I know. It's just why I'm just very excited we get to do this. Yeah. It's nice seeing you because you have a real LA glow to you now. Oh, do I? Yeah. It's you, all look, the... you look different than you did when you was in London. It's all the yoga and kale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got a vibe to you now. I haven't become a douchebag, have I? No, 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 no. But you had a lot of rips in your jeans the other day. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> like your whole kneecap was out. I was I like, d- oh, this Chris is different no, now. No, that's... Do you know what's funny about that is Hannah bought me them and I was oh, like, okay, it's a bit weird having intentional ripping your jeans. And, yeah. and then literally the other day it was like, it was cool, but not so cool I was like I need to wear I can't wear shorts to your gig mm. I've got to wear trousers and yeah, I thought I if I've got a hole in them <laughs> and that's funny that I was a bit self-conscious and <laughs> the first thing you did is bring like, Christmas ripped jeans I'm like oh, that's cool man I'll just I'm never I'll, no, I'll just look, never wear them again they suit you they suit you <laughs> um, but uh, that's very funny uh, what I like to start the pod with as much as small talk and ripping my ripped jeans is mm. amusing. I'd just like to know at the gate, have both your parents in your life said the phrase, I love you to you before? Yes. They have good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have um, you have a close-knit relationship with your parents? I mean, yes and no. I think as, uh, when I started sort of working more, I've been away a lot and, uh, 
you know, so and I don't uh, probably take as much time to call as I should. Yeah. Um, so we're close in certain ways and not close in other ways. I think I'm very different to both my parents. Oh, yeah. So it probably puts a bit of a, a, a some of a barrier between us. Different in what way? Well, I mean, just like my mum is quite, uh, um, was, grew up not straight laced, but became straight laced. Mm -hmm. And I'm obviously not. You're very, um, your laces are curvy. Very curvy laces. (laughs) And then my dad is very much like, uh, my dad's like a real, I'm trying to find, all the metaphors or all the uh, examples I'll give of my father might make him sound negative, but he's not a bad guy. He's very, he's a very good guy. But my dad's a very much like, um, my dad's more of a, a simple man of life, you yeah. know, and, and he's sort of like, he just likes the football and watch it and drink a beer. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, and I'm not really into that type of stuff. So it's like, you know, we don't have uh, that much in common. You don't have the, yes, I know there's a type of, I think there's nothing wrong with that, but it's different, isn't it? When someone, their like joy comes from the simplisticness of yeah, yeah, yeah. watching sport and having a bit, that's yeah. a, that's a type of guy I wish. I mean, I like those things, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I like doing other stuff exactly. as well. Yeah, there is yeah. a type of, there is a, I know there's a type of guy that's like, it's yeah. that. Yeah, but, but at the same time, we have other, uh, um, we do have stuff, you know, there is stuff we do have in common, but um, yeah, I'd, I'd say he's, he's, we are different. So um, yeah, so probably not as, as, we're not like, I think, but I think there's people who are so close to their parents, it becomes kind of creepy. Oh yeah. Do you know what I mean though? And like I like know, you don't yeah. even live your own life anymore. I like know. you sort of have this weird creepy <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like a really weird relationship where it's just like my mum's my best friend. I know. Really? Your mum's your best friend. I know it's That's mental. It is I've always said this, um with my good pal Carl. We talk no, I actually think it's no, it's something nice about that in one mm. level. The other thing is like your best friend is a is a sixty five-year-old person <laughs> yeah. again nothing wrong with 65 year olds but that yeah, is yeah. Ran- that is weird random as well. like that you're gonna you just got such a different in the same way like if you date someone 10 years younger than you as much as some people do you're talking about tv shows and they don't know what you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. It, your frames of references are uh-huh. so different so uh-huh. i find that that a jarring thing but i do know what you mean where some with the especially in our industry it's come up a, a bit in in this podcast series it's like it's cool to have the supportiveness of the family but then the ones that are like living and dying by what you're doing is is, uh it's a lot of extra pressure on a job that's already got lots of highs and lows yeah and i I feel kind of it's weird if if i'm linking it back to my job as a comedian i feel kind of guilty sometimes because like especially in the early on my mum would read the comments or my mum would read youtube comments or what people have said about me and get really upset about it. Oh, right. And look at all the tweets and did stuff. Did she reply ever? Yeah, she did. I've seen the reply. Oh, give stuff. me a f- any fun replies. Oh, it wasn't like a fun reply. It was just quite sad. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> it was just quite sad. I was just like, mum, blood, like, you got, you got, uh, you got to come off of that. Like, I don't care. And it's about me. I know. And I don't give a shit. You can't. But care. you're her baby. So she's like an attack. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. She doesn't but... get that it's like probably just a bored 11 year old who's just trolling. Yeah. And fun. it's like, it's just part and parcel of the job. And I kind of accepted that, you know, and I get kind of, and because I, because especially with like the show I did where I went around the world and spoke to Nazis and I got a lot of trolls. Yeah. Uh, because of that, like. I have to be very private about who my parents, like I don't post any photos of my family mm-hmm. and stuff. So 
because I'm aware that, you know. They I could know, come for you. Yeah, and go for them. And I don't think it's fair on them because they never chose this. Yeah. yeah my mum's just a normal person with a normal job. Not saying I'm not a normal person, but Jim's. No, I know what you mean. She's a, she's a civilian. No, yeah, but she um, doesn't. She's not signed up to have um, nah. some guy called Gary saying some horrific shit to yeah, her yeah, on, yeah, the, on her Facebook page. She was like yeah. a nice update on Facebook yeah, about a, a nice lovely little, day. Yeah, yeah. And then someone's like, "You're a fucking cunt." It's <laughs> 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 like a bit, it's a bit harsh, like, isn't it? I was just talking about some lovely flowers I picked <laughs> uh, today. But yeah, so um, but yeah, and um. But to go back to the question, everyone close. Yeah, I, 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 we are kind of close. I mean, me and my mum butt heads. I mean, my mum's a very intelligent woman as well. Um, so she's sort of like, but I disagree with her opinions a lot of the time, wholeheartedly. Interesting. So uh, we butt heads on that because she can express her opinion very articulately. Yeah. Uh, and, and I vehemently agree, disagree with it. So we end up having a very long uh, sort of uh, discourse. I think that's shit, that's probably mate. That's probably um, if that's happened for your whole life. I think that's uh, yeah, that's helped you form you as a comedian because you come up with. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I love watching you on stage. You come up with very interesting points of view and build an argument. So it's funny that I don't know if your mum was your mum supportive when you wanted to become a comedian. I mean, sure, yeah, because I felt it's like I have a lot of sympathy for my mum. To be honest with you, like because it wasn't an easy job having to be my mum growing up. Have mom, you got brothers and sisters? I've got three sisters. All right. And my mum's a single mum too. Right. Like my dad, my mum and dad broke up when I was mad young, maybe like two. Right. And so she was a single mum, uh, worked full time. So I was sort of raised a lot by my grandma. Um, Interesting. My mom, so my mum would leave work at, you know, my mum would leave for work at six in the morning and come back at, you know, eight o'clock at night. Uh, so I was like a latchkey kid after my grandma, you know, obviously I, when I could look after myself a little bit. And, um, you know, and, and I wasn't an easy kid, you know what I mean? I was always getting kicked out of school. I was always, you know, causing trouble. I was always, you know, causing issues. And um, so when I decided I was going to do comedy, I think deep down she was happy I was doing anything mm -hmm. because I was one of them guys where it, it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of hope for what I was going to turn right. out to be. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't like, you oh decided yeah. It, what, how old were you when you decided? You kind of started young. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'd say like I was doing comedy maybe at 17, 18. Right. Um, you know, and I think when I said to my mom, look, this is what I'm doing. She kind of like, she, and, and plus it's not a world she understands. You know uh -huh. what I mean? It's like, you're going to be a what? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, you don't understand that that that's an option. Um, so she was like, she was supportive in some ways and maybe not supportive in the other ways, but I don't blame her for that. I think that's a common, you know. Um, my mum, in a different way, when I started doing it, was like, what? And then when I showed her, oh, I made this money from it. She was like, okay. Like, not that it's just about money, but I think a mum... And mums and dads of yeah. different spectrums and all those caveats, but I do think they want you to be safe in your yeah. life, and it's kind of an unsafe, unpredictable industry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus, it's like um, she. I think even when I did live, like did live at the Apollo, which is a show back in England, which is kind of like uh, for a comedian, it's quite a a milestone it is to do that show it's how you be uh, mum famous I always say yes Talk about this on the podcast. you become mum famous mum famous and mum can watch you on that yeah but even then my mum never even then my mum was still just like so how do you think it's going like she just couldn't 
grass that it was. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, even then, Because yeah, you're just worried. a little boy, so she's like, what, people pay to yeah. listen she to your opinions that I don't agree with? She still doesn't understand to this day that I tour and the people come to watch I me. Know, she, and she, and I feel, and she's all, she hates my, co- she'll come, she comes to every tour. She'll come watch every, come tour, every tour, but she doesn't like she the does, show. She doesn't like the show. Do you, talk, you don't talk about your mum on stage? I sometimes. I didn't know. But not like... How does she feel about that? She don't like it. That's funny. She don't like it. My mum only likes the bit in my stand-up where I talk about her and my dad, <laughs> and she won't laugh at any of the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, Which, again, is that weird thing we talked about earlier, which is um, your parents are your best friends. Like, yeah. I'm glad my mum doesn't actually love the rest of my no, stuff yeah. because I'm like well, it's just, it's you don't not, make comedy for mums I'm not doing I mean some mums I don't swear a lot so some mums will I don't even okay. they listen they'll be like yeah. I really enjoyed that you didn't swear much and I was like yeah, yeah. is that what you is that yeah. you paid that money to just hear a person not swear it's a, a weird enjoyment some people get in it well it was clean okay but did you like it like stuff. Yeah. but um yeah, my mom doesn't. My mom doesn't enjoy my act, and I, like, I did a voiceover the other day for um, where I played the lizard, and uh, it was proper shit. And uh, my mom texted me. She was like, "I'm so happy you did that. That's the only thing I can watch of yours that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make me cry." <laughs> I know she's joking, but it's very funny. Like it's just like she this she doesn't get. It and she 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 sort of coming to understand that some other people do get it. Yeah. And what's funny is that she'll get people from her work be like, "Oh, you know, your son is is a comedian and on TV. Hey, we're gonna come to his show." My mum warns them like, "Listen, he's you you know it's it's rough. It's ruder than <laughs> yeah. it's, it's ruder than his lizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's rough. And then like they'll come and they'll just sit there and go, oh, yeah, okay, that was it's your son.' Um, but yeah, so." That's that's. Kind of I think that's all right though. She's like, and yeah. it's she's in that. She's happy you're making the living yeah. and doing all right, but she doesn't mean she has to love no, everything you do, and she doesn't want that. Line and she respects like, that I'm a grown. I'm an adult. I'm 30 years old. I can make my own decisions about what I want to do and what I say. You know, and um, but then my my dad. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, so is that what you said? So I didn't mean no, to I was gonna. No, no, no. I'm glad you're moving on. I was gonna say I'm interested to hear how your dad feels about your stuff. My dad, you know what? It's weird, isn't it? Because my mum and dad are very different. My dad is very. Uh, my mum my grew up very working class and then when I got a little bit older say when I got to my late teens early 20s um, she sort of decided she's more middle class now <laughs> oh yeah um, that's where your love of lattes come from yeah yeah but days. I still I, I grew up working class my whole life you know so it's like I still always resonated with that more than I did anything else because I was sort of like in my 20s I was sort of looking after myself at that point anyway and uh, my dad is like painter and decorator, proper, you know what I mean, from Leighton, working class mm-hmm. through and through. And um, he sort of had this mentality, I think, which I think you see a lot in, in working class communities where they're just kind of like, oh, if that's, if that's what your dream is, you do it until you can't do it anymore and then you do it a little bit more after that. Mm-hmm. And my dad always just told me, whatever you want to do in life, you do it. Like, I don't care what it is. Like, just do 100%. Just do 100%. A, he goes, and he, he said to me, if you're going to do it, you better do it. You don't give it no half hours. And I think it's kind of a little part of it is to do with the fact that when my dad was young, he was a real good uh, football player, soccer player for the American audience. We're trying to make this bicoastal. <laughs> um, but he, uh, he was a real good uh, football player. And he busts his knee up and it just, that was it. He could never play football again. And I think he had dreams of being professional or semi-pro or whatever. And, and I think that kind of like 
he knows what it's like to want to do something and, it, and you can't. So if you want to do something, you better go do it. Do you know what I mean? I, know, I 100% relate in, in a slightly different way, but I think I get from my dad, he was a lawyer because his parents made him be one, but mm. he never wanted to do it. And he told me every day of my life, never, whatever you do, don't you dare be a lawyer. And so it instilled in me a similar thing, which is like, do what you love. But I had, I would watch him working all the time. And it had, I guess, by osmosis, the same thing, which was, if I'm going to do it, I have to do it mm. so well. And it's not like, it sounds like both are kind of doing the same thing, where they're not being pushy. and not like, you've got to achieve this yeah, yeah. dream, which is, that's a different type of dad. That yeah, dad yeah. is like, you're going to play golf every minute of every day. Yeah, until yeah, you become, yeah. But there is something, I think it's a healthier thing, which is like, if you're going to do the thing, then bang it out. Just go for it yeah, and don't leave anything. Because uh, I was, I, a thing that all the comics on here I've, I've interviewed of, as much as some of them, oh, you just get up stage, you fuck about. Like, everyone is successful and they're successful because of a work ethic. And that's interesting that mm. you, that comes mainly from your dad, sort of. I mean, obviously, your mum's going to be a hard worker as well, but that is interesting. That yeah. stuck with you, though. That, that like, as soon as, because if you're 17, 18, you decided to do it. And obviously you've risen to a really nice point in your career. You must have been like, because there's loads of comics I've we've come up with and seen mm. who, in some ways, I don't know if you agree. You think, oh, they're they're pretty. Expect different stages. They're better than me. They're funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they fall off. They fall off because yeah. you have to constantly yeah be grafting, grafting, grafting and changing yeah. it up and not and keeping it fresh as well. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's like. My mum, my mum is a like my mum's a ridiculous like my mum's like one of those people where growing up she was working twelve hour shifts and yeah. you know to make it happen and to put food on the table and you know one thing we never grew up rich um, and I didn't realize how much uh, money we didn't have at times because my mum never let me see that mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying though mm -hmm. like there was yeah. always Christmas presents under the tree yeah. There was always. She put you guys first. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my mum went without a lot. Um, so, yeah, so it's like that sort of really hard, just graft working. I think I get from kind of both of them and probably more so my mum because that's who I grew up with. Yeah. That's who I saw. Well, I, didn't, I only saw my dad on weekends. Right. Uh, growing up. And then when I got a little bit older, I could go to his house when I wanted type vibe, you know, because it was just down the road. But, um, yeah, so I was sort of raised more with my mum and I sort of saw my mum more. And I sort of, you know, uh, had that's the sort of thing that I think I probably got subconsciously. Yeah, I think that's the thing, isn't you it? You, you don't even, they don't have to say, work hard every day. You can just watch and you go, oh, shit, yeah, she's, yeah. she's doing that. There's no reason I can't do that. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I mean, in actual fact, I'm probably, I think that's one thing about my mum is that she probably, because I don't work as hard as I can at this job. <laughs> And I think my mum kind of uh, sees that and knows that I'm not. Um, Interesting. And probably tells me to graph a little harder. Don't we all it? think that though? Don't we all go, like, there's all these hours in the day, but then you forget with a job, it is like mentally quite tiring. Yeah. Like not to just like yeah, pat should, ourselves on the back. We should have a rest. We should. No, but like, and again with this job, it's not like, it's not like just clock, yeah, 10,000 hours. I agree in principle with that a lot of time. But it's per it has to be purposeful practice. And also you have to like live a life. Yeah. Talk about your life on stage. You can't just be facts. You've got to live a life. And you, you also got to have let your time, you got to let yourself have time to think. Mm -hmm. Like I was with a, uh, my ex and she was like, I, I need to get some work done. So I need to get some work done too. And I started watching TV. 
And she goes, aren't you getting work done? I'm like, I'm thinking. That's my job. <laughs> it's true, though. My job is to sit here and I'm just going to think for an hour. I and know. that's my job. And, you know, she, did, she didn't understand it. She uh, didn't know. That's being an ex. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but, yeah, so <clears throat> I think that hard work uh, mentality of just, you know, constantly grinding, grinding came from, you know, just, yeah, my dad kind of instilled that into me of, like, if you want it, you know, just do it and go for it. And I think my dad's real, you know, like I, I think both my parents are very proud of me, but I think my dad in particular, uh, like, you know, I think he's very, he enjoys it a lot. And he comes he, he comes to the shows as well. When you get good and career, when this has come up a few times, when you get good career news, do you call them straight away? Do no. you tell them you don't? No, I don't, I don't really, I don't honestly, I don't really talk about my career with my parents. Interesting. Like maybe sometimes if it comes up, but I try not to, like I don't really. That's very healthy. Yeah, I try to like. It's way healthier than but me. But then, do you know what the sad thing is? I think my mum would, uh, would hope I did tell her more about mm -hmm. my career. But it's just for me, it's like, I have to just see it as my life or it becomes too surreal for me anyway. Yeah. Or it becomes too all encompassing to my whole life. And there is like, you know. I need them to just be normal and not care about my job so I can switch off from it. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I guess it's like, you know, I don't know. But I, do, I, don't, I don't call them when I get career news now. Interesting. I don't call anyone, really. Yeah, is that like a, there's always that, there's some people who, there's the other end of that spectrum where they're like on Instagram or be like, guys, yeah. and I just see that and I'm like, yeah. You did, uh, yeah. It's like a game, isn't it? Some people go, "I've done this and this." The people get a pat on the back, and they want people to go, "Well done!" And like, what are you doing this for? Like, ultimately, we it is for ourselves, right? You want to get yeah. the satisfaction from doing it and getting yeah. more stuff. But when I tell like, my parents, and I think it's a lot of um, you tell your parents when you get something, especially because we're at when we're at here. I think it's a bit like to be like yeah. we're not insane. Like I haven't moved to another country. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like on the dole or Do you something. You know what? It would. It's kind of like, especially that you've moved to LA. Like, yeah. where, so you, you see your family like, oh, where's where's Chris gone? He's moved to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to try and be He's now. <laughs> because there's loads of other way, there's loads of people to move here and do um yeah, do yeah. other stuff. It's no, like, I know, I know. There's a person I moved here. I don't know. If, I I won't give too much details, but she was like, for, we met her when we first came out here through um, needing to rent a car. Yeah. And uh, renting a car for a month, they come for a month and do yeah, pilot yeah, season yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And renting a car is expensive. It's a bit funny. But this woman just like had this, I don't know what it was, but I'm pretty sure they were like not, they were like just secondhand cars. I don't think it was either they were stolen or like Hannah like smashed one <laughs> like once. She went, oh, I've hit this. She went, dad, don't worry about it. And, and it was like, but it was like 500 bucks a month for a car. And I was like, all right, these, and they were like three door like yeah. hatchbacks in LA. Yeah. And I was like, but she, I'm sure came over to be an actor and is now doing yeah. that. And there's nothing wrong. However you want to make a living, it you're happens, fine. Yeah. But I think anytime anything happens career-wise, I'm like, just so you know, we're not selling stolen cars. We're. Uh, I, I think if people move to LA and they move here just to work in IT, I think you're mental. <laughs> like, unless you're coming here to do... I, 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 it, they're better cities to live in, <laughs> just to live a normal life. Sunshine and the work are the big, the big things here, right? Yeah, but I, unless you're coming in to make TV, I, I'm, I'm not living out here. Just I'm going to move, gonna move to LA to be a plumber. You're mental. <laughs> move, move to Chicago or something. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry to any plumbers out here who that you, you need people. Uh, no, you people need people in them. TV need a plumber. That's very good. No, 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 no. It's just the fact of like if you fully move from another country, it's it's hard to get a visa. Well, just to live in LA is not. A, I know it's not you the mean. best city. It's, it's. I'm saying there's better cities. There are. I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm no. There's. There's. I understand where you're coming from. There's things I, I miss about other cities, but I do like. Yeah. I do. Yeah, the work's a big part of it. Of course. Is, um, what was I going to say? So if we go back, then you mentioned your grandmother. Is she still with us? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is she? How does she feel about you doing this? If she's the one that you feel was like around a lot. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's. She's. She cuts out all the. <laughs> she cuts out the uh, newspaper stuff. There we go. The newspaper, she'll cut them out. And That's that. sweet. And But the thing is, she doesn't like, she's a bit old now, so she'll cut out even the bad ones. <laughs> like <you're>, she puts <laughs> yeah. up your two star reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she'll cut out like my three star reviews from the fuck from like the Times. I'm like, for fuck's sake, grandma. But yeah, she would like she's she's she watch she records everything. Oh, that's nice. She'll watch all the little, you know, yeah. So she'll watch it all. She'll watch so. you on any on any panel show on TV. Yeah, she'll watch it all. She, she yeah, she'll not fast forward to, to your bits. Does she ring you up and go like, "You were great. I didn't like that person." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like all of my family let me know who they like and who they don't like. You know, like they definitely like my mum is uh, my mum loves Tom Allen. Oh, who doesn't? But, yeah, and she doesn't believe I know him. <laughs> She's like, "You don't know him. He's great." And I'm like, uh, "No, I know Tom. Yeah, so no, funny. you don't." Like, she still doesn't believe I know him, but um. Yeah, they'll watch all of that. And yeah, my grandma, my grandma hasn't missed anything I've done. She'll, oh, really? She'll record it all. She's come to your live shows? She, no, your... she ain't been to a live show yet, you Interesting. know. Interesting. Um, how would she take How would she take it? Because obviously it's... I think, you know what, man? I think she's... They, they got a she's good, a chilled grandma. Yeah, she's got a good sense of humour and she can she can appreciate that. It's just a joke. I think my mum and that don't want her coming. Um, they definitely... They, they don't let... See, my dad's mum, though, is real, like, conservative, like, Christian. Like she's like Jamaican mm-hmm. and she's like a real like goes to church every Sunday. Right. And they don't let her watch my stuff. <laughs> she's like, oh, what's he up there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smashing yeah. the remote yeah, yeah. out of her They hands. don't let her watch my stuff because they say it's too much for you. <clears throat> but my mum's mum uh, is, is fine. Like, you know, she's heard it all and she's got quite a, um, you know, she's got a very good sense of humour. She, do you think like... Um, Obviously, we talked about the hard work. The other aspect is the creativity and uh, the humour. Do you think you maybe that's that's your grandmother? Nah, no, no, nah, nah. nah. She's not that funny. <laughs> no, 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 not that funny. She can appreciate a joke. She can't create one. <laughs> um, Anyone can laugh. Any idiot can laugh. Do you know what, man? Like I say, like the funniest people in my family. Like my uncle was like. I remember growing up thinking my uncle was the funniest guy alive. Like so, probably like him. Uh, my mum's my quite funny to be fair even though like we are different in a lot of ways I think I'm more like my mum than I'd like to admit yeah you know always yeah yeah but she's very funny my mum my mom has a very good sense of humour to be fair like my mum like um, she likes uh, she likes Harry Hill my mum loved Kenny Everett yeah Kenny Everett that's okay she's like more kind of wacky yeah she's kind of like stuff. yeah like Harry Hill and you know she's sort of like you know that's why she doesn't like your live shows you some more props up yeah, there my, 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 my mum's always got an opinion about showbiz amazing and I, and I always have to say to my mum like so, t- so tell me when did, when, did, when did you work in showbiz you know I've been doing this for like <laughs> you know I've been doing this for a long time and she's like she, you know she always says to me you should talk about your granddad more people want to hear about your granddad no one wants amazing but, um, yeah so she's <laughs> she's got a very good sense of humour there um, we go so probably might have got it from her 
But um, yeah, I don't believe in like uh, funny being passed down genetically. Yeah, I mean, my parents are both funny in their own mm. way, but I wouldn't. I'm trying to. I wouldn't work. Put, you wouldn't put it on stage. You would. You wouldn't let the middle. No, I wouldn't let them. <laughs> I wouldn't put them on a on a curated show by me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but they're like they'd. My dad, to be fair, is, uh, and I've been on this podcast, like, it feels, I've never, I'm not trying to slag him off. I think he's amazing, but he's just a, he just makes me laugh as a human because he, like, mm. finally is uncomfortable talking about uh, love and emotions. He's, he's a very lovely man and wants to have another good time, but he honestly, it's like, it, it's like he got frozen in time from the age of 12, but is it a 66-year-old man's body? Like the way he, he's just like happy-go-lucky. It's like useless at like practice, doesn't have to use a washing machine. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. He's just like a, he's a big adult baby, but yeah, like yeah, lovely. Yeah. And Fun. But he's never been, and one thing I actually think is a great thing that he passed on to me, which loads of comedians don't seem to have is, I could, we can all be thin-skinned and we don't like... But I honestly, like, you could pretty much say anything to me, like, in terms of, like, rinsing me, and I just yeah. find it funny. But loads yeah. of comedians... Quite sensitive. Very sensitive. Yeah, yeah. But he has very good sense of humour about himself, very self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's actually an important thing. American comedians have it less than British ones, not criticising them, but I'm just yeah, saying yeah. they don't laugh at themselves as much. But that I think that's a healthy thing to be passed yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, it's quite I, a British culture thing. <clears throat> that they don't have here like if I'm on stage here I've got the whole thing of even the show's going well go fuck this is going terrible and in America they go no come on keep on trying yeah they're like don't give up man yeah 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 but in England they go yeah you are shit <laughs> you know what I mean and I think we have that kind of uh, much more of a self-deprecating thing and uh, yeah I you know again because like my mum you know would always you know my mum would say you know like shut the fuck up or you know what I'm saying or ah shut up what the fuck you talking about do you know what I mean and it's not um in like a malice way, but yeah. just in like a, you know. She's like, you're talking too much. Yeah, just yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and um, so it gives you thicker skin. Yeah, I, I think that's good. Was your parents strict growing up? Oh yeah, I was going to ask you that actually. Oh, sorry, man. I no, 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 no. I know, I'm glad you asked because I was going to, I think that's, because uh, we talk about work ethic and then there's discipline. My, my, I could swear from yeah. my parents, like posh, my mum's uh, like, more working class my dad is very posh so yeah. it's quite funny because hannah's parents even when i see him now i can't swear which is funny oh word i'm like i'll be in the and sometimes and they still call us children which is a funny thing they go all right children and i'm like i'm 35 <laughs> and then i've been in the back of the car and i don't know if you've, this resonates to me but i'm an older brother of a younger sister so i've always kind of liked leading yeah. but when i go see him and the parents getting on a bit so they're driving less but when i used to go see him outside edinburgh like the dad had Mum would drive and she'd be in the front and I'd be sitting in the back and feel like a little and I said yeah. the word, oh, something something shit and Hannah was like Chris don't say shit and I'm like oh, fuck so I can't say yeah, shit yeah, yeah 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 and I'm so used so I used to be able to swear I'm almost certain there was a point where I stopped getting a bedtime and all that and it was yeah. like it's very much a just work it out yourself yeah 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 to the point though where once they my mum they she used to make me brush my teeth every day as you do when you're a kid oh, and then fascist. one day she stopped yeah <laughs> Well, here's the thing. One day she just stopped like yeah, telling yeah. me to. Yeah. So I just didn't brush my teeth for six months and I got oh, four yeah. fillings. I got hilarious. four fillings. I was like, oh, I just thought we were good. I thought you just brushed them every day till you eight and then you, it was like, funny, like a clear, clear path afterwards. Mm. So um, not really. It didn't get grounded. 
like they were just like it was kind of like don't be a dick was the yeah, attitude yeah. and i was like all right don't be a dick why yeah. you, do you get do you get punished and grounded you get expelled I mean, and stuff you get, mm, get slapped you're my um my mum. so the thing is so my mum is five foot two so smacking ended pretty early on because yeah. i became six foot at like 13 right do you know what i'm saying though yeah, so yeah. like you know it got to a point where my mum would try and smack me and it was just, it was just bouncing off of me. Yeah. And then you could see the disappointment. And then she tried to like, you know, use things. She's like Anthony Joshua versus that guy. The other day. She's like, none of this is working. Yeah, it just didn't work anymore. <laughs> um, I remember my mum punt, I remember one time. So when I was a kid, I loved TV. That's course, all I, I, I loved. I like, I, I, I was fine not going. My mum tried to ground me. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I watch TV. I would watch TV for hours, yeah. hours and hours and hours. And basically one time, uh, long story short is we was out, I was out on the front of my house and um, I was playing with the kid next door. And he, what we're doing is he was throwing a stone and I was hitting it with a stick. So it's sort of like baseball, but with stones and sticks. Yeah, there we go. And uh, it smashed a window. And my mum, it was on a Sunday. So my mum had to pay for a window replaced on a Sunday, which oh. is like, you know, it was like probably, probably like, 200 yeah that was crazy but back then that was an insurmountable it's the sunday charge which is the more annoying than the actual thing itself and um and i remember i was so shook that my dad lived about one stop on the train so maybe a bike ride maybe say 25 minute bike ride right i i was so shook i jumped on my bike and i just rode to my dad's house really rode to my how old were you man i must have been about like I must be about 10, 9, Really? Because of just how enraged she was? No, no, no. I didn't even wait to see. Oh, really? I, I know my mum was going to flip, so I just ducked out. I was like, but I'm out, fam. Boom. Out. I'm skirting. Yeah. The ultimate home run. Yeah, Smack yeah, yeah, it, yeah, Drop yeah, the yeah, stick yeah. and then just walk yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I just jumped on my little bike, my little BMX, and I pedaled to my dad's. And it was I was going to my dad's anyway because it was the weekend. So I remember I got to my dad's house, and my dad was like, hey, hey what's up? And I'm like, oh, nothing, nothing. And then I told my dad what happened and my dad was like, oh, okay, cool. And I remember my dad took me to the park and I remember my dad was like, one second, your mom's calling me. And he was on the phone and I could just see him going, yeah, yeah, he's with me. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, all right. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Puts on the phone. And I go, what did she say? And my dad just shook his head and he goes, boy, you better enjoy this weekend, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bruv, you better enjoy this weekend, bruv, because Monday, you're fucked, in it? Oh, that's bruv, so And funny. I remember, I was the whole weekend, I'll be having fun, I remember, ah, oh, shit, I'm going home, and my mum's going to give me mad shit, oh, and no. I was horrible, and then I got home, oh, but my mum was so fucking mad, and basically, my mum banned me from playing PlayStation and watching oh. TV. I thought you were going to say she's going to ban you from playing with a stick. Oh, You're no, like, no, no. what a yeah, result yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> she banned me from watching TV oh, for no. two months. I was allowed to go outside. Two months? I was allowed to go outside. Really? But I wasn't allowed to watch TV. Bro, when I tell you, that was, yeah. Murder. I understand how John McCain felt when he was <laughs> captured by the Viet Cong, bro. <laughs> it was mental torture, bro. Yeah, it was mental torture. Yeah, I would have got so good at hitting a stone by the end of that. Bro, you're so I good was, at stick baseball. Man, bro, it was torture. I remember my mum would come home from work and put her hat back hand on my PlayStation to check if it was warm Ooh. to see if I was playing it. Bro, it was the worst punishment. So she she did shit like that, like and uh, yeah. My mom was like, my mom tried to be strict, 
but we me and my older sister were just were hooligans at that really point. so it was so when we got to that age of like 13 14 when you're trying to when you're becoming you know um, a teenager and you either go one way or the other we went one way and it was just bad and we you know so even my mom tried so where we were naughty my mom tried to be more strict and where she was trying to be more strict we just became more well i'm going to do it anyway type right and uh did she just pivot to the younger sisters like these guys are lost causes well do you know what my mom had so there's a gap between me my sister my mom remarried so it's me and my older sister Mm -hmm. and then the two my other two sisters um there's like quite an age gap so I'm 30, and then my other sister that's younger than me is 21. Okay. And then my other sister is 16. Right. So it's yeah, it is, a bigger age gap, right? So mom, And my mum was older when she had them. So she, like, let them get away with way more shit really? than what we got away with. Because it's just like, she was just older then, and she just kind of, you know. She'd seen what you guys had done. And you was know like, what I mean? It can't be worse than yeah, those that. Yeah, I think that. I think that was a lot of it, because I think they were more well-behaved than us. But and at the same time, it's just my mum was just, you know, my mum's an older woman now. She's Because she, you know what I'm saying? When she had me, she was 23. Yeah. So she had energy to tell us off. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Of no. course. But then you get older, you don't have the energy to be like, you know what? Yeah, I could go to the party. I don't, you know, but. Uh, They're and, like, just don't die. Yeah. yeah don't yeah. die or kill anyone. Yeah. I say when I was young, the bit, and my mum hates this. And if my mum ever listens to this, I'm very sorry I said this. Do you know who? Do you know who reminds me of my mum a little bit when no, I was growing up? Tell me. Uh, you remember Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah. The mum. Wow. That's kind of how my mum was. Interesting. Uh, and then, but then on the flip side, my dad, it was Lord of the Flies. Really? We, you did whatever you want. Like my dad, you know. That's a common, I mean, it's the common dad, relaxed dad vibe. Yeah. It's like, which is, that's hard though. If you're going to go from, you're going between the two every week. Yeah, yeah. So we're, and it's just like, even this, the whole family on that side, it's just kind of Lord of the Flies. You know, there's certain things that on that side of the family was just fine. And it's kind of culturally fine. And you could like, right. you know what I'm saying? And And you're like... Now you look back at it and go, oh, shit, that we shouldn't have been doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come here, son. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I was sort of smoking at 14 and stuff like that. Your dad that. was cool with it. My dad wasn't cool with it. Like my dad, my dad, like I, I could smoke a cigarette in front of my dad, maybe late 15, 16. With no, because cigarettes were sixteen back in the day oh, when I was a kid. Day, back in the good, the freedom the, days, the good old days. Yeah, now it's eighteen back home. Before cancel culture, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> before these bloody liberals. <laughs> but it was um, so at sixteen, I was smoking in front of my dad. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and 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 to be, and I, you know, my mum. Well, your dad, his story. To, I, yeah, go I, I was gonna just spot. He made me think. Did you? Were you t uh, sleeping with girls there, telling your dad about? Was he cool about it? Was oh that... yeah, my dad, my dad, but my dad has always been. Is he like more of like your matey dad? Yeah, like the old, like an older yes. brother in some yes, ways. Yes, yeah. yes, and I think as well because I didn't see him that. You know, I spoke to him a lot, and he's like, you know, he was a present father, but you know, I didn't, see, I didn't grow up with him or live with him, so I guess it kind of changed the dynamics of the relationship. But um, my dad, see, the thing about my dad is, and what's different between my mum and my dad is when I was a kid, if I told my dad I did something, and if I told him the truth, I wouldn't get in trouble. Mm. And that was the thing with my dad. My dad said, if you tell me the truth, you I, I, you won't get in trouble. And he stuck to his word. Like, so plan. no matter what I did, if I said to him, dad, I did this, he said, okay, you told me the truth. My mum, it didn't matter if you told the truth or not, you got in the same amount of trouble. Really? So you just lied. Okay, it interesting. You know, so my dad, like, growing up, you could just... You know, I, I, you know, telling him stuff I did, you know, even if it was good or bad, it didn't, uh, it, it didn't change the consequences. You know what I'm saying? So I could tell him about you know, sleeping with girls or doing this or doing that because it, you know, at well, that age it wasn't a. You wasn't just a to go back on something you kind of just alluded to there, like oh, sorry. no, no, no. I'm you've you've made me think of this, which has come up a bit. Is like when I was a young, I used to think. I think this is normal with boys anyway. Oh, my dad is like, he's pretty fun and he's having mm -hmm. a laugh. And then my mum's fucking nagging him and shouting at him and putting more rules I'll in place. You, and then, and now I'm older. I'm like, no, actually, she was really yeah. good at her job. She was and he was ship. like, and he was like a bit of an arsehole. But I love him. But you're saying. like, but it's, it, you realize that to a, it's almost like not a bad comedian, but like, you can make making a kid laugh by doing some shit that I would never like. If a comedian, yeah, yeah. if you said it was like a joke to a kid and they like loved it, then as an adult, you'd be like, that's not very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the same sort of thing in the parenting. I'd be like, it's so easy to like make a kid yeah. think you're cool and fun. Yeah, it's like, yeah. a, and and maybe I've got that from my dad. Is like, I want people to think I'm a fun, nice yeah, guy. And it's the popularity contest thing. And that's why I and I was going to bring up this point. That's why I have sympathy for my mum mm -hmm. a lot of the time because my mum had to be. Cause she was, she, my mum was a single mum trying to raise a man. Do you know what I'm saying though? Yeah. As a, and she's a very strong woman too. My mum ain't no, my mum ain't no fucking pushover by any stretch of imagination, but she's trying to raise a man and a man that is naughty and a man who's bad and a man who's doing, uh, uh, you know, uh, misbehaving a lot and, you know, not, could go on the bad track so easily yeah and growing up in not the nicest area so there's all that stuff around you and uh -huh. you know and, and my mom you know like i 
you know, I, f I feel terrible, man, sometimes because it's like the f the the horror and the 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 worry my mother must gone through. I know. You know what I'm saying? Because I grew up in East London at a time where it was the postcode wars, um, and in the postcode wars, where it basically just stabbings were happening quite routinely in London of young p kids my age getting killed. And you know that didn't happen in Chiswick. Right? Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Though? I know. Like that was happening, and and you know, and I was out to ten o'clock at night, eleven o'clock at night. You know what I'm saying? My mom don't know where I am. Mm -hmm. She don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm at twelve o'clock. Yeah, at night, she must have been scared regularly. You know what I'm saying? I feel, and I feel, and I wasn't doing that. I wasn't out here. I'm, I'm pretend I'm out here fucking gang banging, but. You know, I wasn't. You know, I was out, and 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 you know, and I, and I, I thought I have a lot more sympathy for my mum, and, mm -hmm. and the fact that my dad was. It was easy for my dad to be the hey, yeah, I can smoke. Cause he didn't have to live with us, of course. He, just, he got to give us back on the weekend. He got he got twenty minutes set, Jamali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. one hour Edinburgh yeah. on a Tuesday That's night, it. three weeks into 100%. the festival. And my yeah. mum had to be the discipline, and my mum had to be the sort of the 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 you know the prison warden. Um, and my dad got to be the, you know, the entertainment. Um, so yeah, I, I feel, I feel, you know, I do feel kind of uh, uh, more sympathetic. I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. You can't feel too bad because that's just who you were as a kid. Oh, yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It's, I do think that's an interesting thing as we get a bit older. That clarity of like, oh yeah, I, I, that was the narrative I had at the time, and now I'm like, definitely as I've got older, I'm like love them both i'm like oh i sort of sympathize yeah. way more with my mum yeah but the then, older i get as just the more as the more you worry as an adult on yeah. like, cool. she was just trying her best and my mum instilled me with a lot of um a lot of morals that i still hold on to this day and it kind of made me the person i was do you know what i'm saying like she instilled mm -hmm. me some like moral values did she have any like catchphrases or phrases or do your dad like yes. that have stuck in your head there's one that my oh, my, oh fuck, what is it um oh, um, oh yeah my, my favorite one my mom said and we always take the piss out of it yeah me and my sister is um i'm not being funny but this is a joke <laughs> <laughs> i love that one i'm not being funny but this is a joke when she's pissed off yeah about yeah what yeah, 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 yeah i'm not being funny but this is a joke one of my favorite ones i love it and my dad is not my business not my problem that sounds very that sounds just from you describing them the perfect catchphrases <laughs> yeah. that sum up their different parenting yeah, styles. yeah not my business not my problem that's what my dad said say, say something happened like you go man did you hear about did you hear about this person got this guy got this this guy got this girl fucking pregnant he's got a wife and my dad will go shit not my business not my problem but <laughs> like, that was my bad bad but my um what else did my um what else did my mom say my mom no it was it was the the, the one that sticks out is um is uh um i'm not being funny i'm not being funny but this is a joke i love it and um, she's still saying no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, she'll still break out and we take that we'll fucking burst out laughing and one of the things that was like a signature move i know it's not like a catchphrase but a signature move is when me and my sister my mom used to have a full fiesta i remember it was a white full fiesta with Oof, big, my big, first car yeah, red one though big dent at the back from when she backed into her lamppost and i remember me and my sister would be bad at the back and we'd be fighting or something or arguing and my mom would be driving and she would take her hand and put it behind her and just pinch randomly 
<laughs> did, you, did you stop it? That anyone who got hit by the pinch just blind. Yeah, pinching. yeah, yeah. And That's me and hilarious. Sister, and me and my sister would have to shake her legs. Like one of those grabby machines yeah, yeah. where you don't even know what you're just, And we'd call it the crab. We'd be like, fuck, she's doing the crab. And have to like, <laughs> move your legs on that because she'd just be pinching randomly to try and stop us. Um, I was going to say, actually, this is going back a few points, but you, another thing that's popped up a few times. Uh, you said you were playing with the, the boy next door, the, the, the game. Did, did the... Did he have a family? Like I had a very, my oldest friend, Tom, I used to go to his mum and dad's all the time. They're, um, they're almost like second family to me, the mm. way they treat And they, it was interesting. I'd go to theirs and uh, especially when you're growing up, only in hindsight, like, oh, they gave me stuff that they were much more affectionate with their love. And I get you, I get say you. I love you a lot around each other. And I think I'd, you always do as a kid, you go, oh, I wish my family was more like that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they get older, you go, no, I'm glad my family was the way they were. But it was, was, do you have a close relationship with him or his family or any other like? No, not, not him, but like say there's a guy I grew up with um, to that, that we were like, especially in primary school and early secondary school. We, we used to like, we used to say we were cousins. Mm-hmm like one of those ones and we say we're cousins and I call his mum, if I see his mum now, I still call her auntie. Oh, and he'll nice. call his mum, he'll call my mum auntie. Oh, that. that's cute. And uh, yeah, so I grew up and I, so I was around their house a lot as a kid growing up. And uh, that house was a, fu- it was a mad house. Really? Oh my God, it was a fu- You used to like it because it was oh, like, yeah, cause it was like it. a slice of your dad's action yeah. in the weekdays. Yes, yeah, bro, that's the perfect way of summing <laughs> it up. It was a fucking a mad house, bro. <laughs> You, it was just, it was just hooligans. Anything went hooligans. We were running in and out of that man. It was hooligans, man. It was, and it even got later in life. It was the part. It was the place where we all hung out. We they would have fun. Weed. Come have the party. Yeah, we were smoking weed there and do it. Yeah, bro. It was man. It was a madness. One of those mums were like, if you're just like very polite and give her a little peck on the cheek, and say how are you doing, then she's like, ah, you guys go do yeah, your yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was like that, aunt, yeah, auntie Pat, man. She she let you go out there and you just man, yeah. We had a lot, yeah. So growing up, going around there, like I'm sorry, when we were little kids, though, we was like, you know, running up and down the stairs and doing this, and the mum shouting, "Stop fucking playing!" But we're carrying on of playing course. anyway. And coming back, then he would come to my house with my mum and bring that energy, and my mum would lose her yes. mind. my mum loved him as a kid because he he was fucking bad, right? But my mum, he was he was always very he's cheeky, but he, he was very charming. Yes, but he was bad as shit. So him and his sister would come around my house and my mum my mom always, my mum to this day still brings up like, man, I remember when he used to come around, I used to hate when he came around because he would be sliding down the banister. Yeah. Like I remember I split his head open, we were play fighting and I pushed him and he, you see the door handle, yeah. the little metal thing oh. on the, that thing that goes in the door. Like oh, the that metal, little bit. Yeah, yeah, sliced his head open, Ooh, had to gross. get stitches. Bruv, it was How like, did you feel when he, because um, my mum was is more, uh, more strict than my mate Tom's mum and dad. Mm. She was away. Uh, she did a lot of like night shifts nursing his mum, so he was very busy. And the dad was away working in the day, so we'd have a we just fucking power slam his younger brother. We'd practice yeah. all our wrestling moves, very fun. And he he's very energetic, Tom. And then my mum would tell him off, and then I'd feel like mortified. You know, and you just go, oh, that's so fucking embarrassing. Don't Do you know my mum never really told off other kids, but I grew up. It, uh, I can't. I can't That's funny it. that she just quietly hated it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. She yeah. was just like, yeah. "Can I just tell you now, we're older?" Hey, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Like, Come on, mum. You know, my mum. Again, it's how I do explain her. She's she is a very sweet woman. Like she's like you know she's like uh, anyone I brought to my house. She's very loving. She's very like, oh hey, you know. She's like 
you know, it's like if I brought you around to my mom's house, she's like, do you want to eat something? You want to drink? What do you want? You know what I'm nice. saying? Relax. How you doing? You good? You know what I mean? My mom's really like that. So my mom would just sit there and hate it in silence because oh. she knew it was my best friend. You know what I mean? With kids, you know what I mean? She's not, uh, um, um, uh, you know, she she appreciates that we're just little kids. But um, uh, my mom never really told off other people, but I didn't find it as shocking because uh, especially on my dad's side of the family. On my mom's side, it was very different. My mom's side is you disciplined your own kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like my auntie didn't tell me off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But on my dad's side, there were so many of us. Anyone, if you saw a kid doing something <laughs> bad, they told you off. <laughs> Any yeah. small human need yeah, yeah, yeah. could I be sold off. Man, I remember. I remember one time my auntie, my, I told my auntie, "You can't, you can't smack me," and she and she smacked my ass. <laughs> really? And I lost Double my bluff. mind, bro. I was like, "You can't do this to me." Um, but yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, but because you know, like, it was like <laughs> just a picture, a house of little humans, and just like. Hands flying, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. like a game of gladiators. Yeah, that's the way it was, bro. It's just you just had to, you know, just because it was like in, on my dad's side. So on my mum's side, I've got, I got four cousins. Mm -hmm. On my dad's side, I have about forty first cousins, what? and all of them have a kid. Oh my god! And then some of their kids have kids. Christ! Do you know what I'm so all of so forty cousins, and all of them have minimum. Like majority of them have minimum three kids. Mate, your family tree is a fucking Huge. redwood on oh, that bro, side. It's, it's so massive. Huge. But then there was sort of that that weird kind of it's a cultural thing though. Yeah. Because it's sort of like it takes a village to raise a child type vibe. Right. You know, it's sort of like more of an old school mentality. Like on my dad's side, so my dad my godfather is my dad's best friend growing up. And I love this guy, man. He's a mark. I fucking love this guy. Mm -hmm. He was a real like he collected comic books, but he was he was like a fucking like uh he was the first guy who had comic books that I ever saw and I said, Love guy and they look at him and he was like a fucking tough cunt too, man. This guy always scrapping just do you know what I'm saying? But like a lovely guy. Yeah. But just like, you know what I'm saying? I know those just, people. Yeah, do you know what I mean well, though? Yeah. He's always scrapping. Great guy. Great guy he went just, to prison for two years <laughs> yeah. for assaulting some, but a lovely but guy. But I loved him, man, and he would do anything for me. And to this day, you know what I mean? He would do anything for me and I, and you know, I loved him. Uh and I still do love him. And and I remember when I was a kid, he taught me one of the biggest lessons I've ever learned. Is I remember I was a little kid. I must have been about man. I must have been about four. Uh, not four. About five, six. And I still remember it vividly. Is uh, I bit him on his hand, Ooh. and he says to me, "If you bite me again, I'm a fucking bite your back." <laughs> I said, "Bro, you can't bite me." I bit him. He bit me on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he bit my hand, yeah? Oh, my God. He bit, Blood. He bit a five-year-old's hand. Blood. Oh, bro. my God. Do you think I ever bit him again? No. Do you know what I'm saying, though? But that, that was like one of that. But that's how they just teach kids back then. Uh, yeah. Like, he bit my hand. <laughs> Imagine him just going back like, to the pub. That night. How's, it, how's your favorite? <laughs> bit a five-year-old. Standard Wednesday for me. I, bit, I remember that, though. I remember that so vividly. It's like, I bit him. And he goes, bite me again. And I'm going to bite I, your back. 
And I went, yeah, you can't bite me. And I bit him again. And he went, yeah, <laughs> he fucking bit me. And I remember I told my dad. And then my dad went, boy, you shouldn't have been biting me. Why are you biting people? Why, you, why are you with your baby teeth biting an adult with his big old grown-up <laughs> teeth? That's a stupid battle you're never going to win. Why are you biting big man? I'm just finding that extra funny imagining out here because LA has obviously extremely... Um, uh, overly, what's the type of parent where they're just you can't oh, don't yeah. don't say no, don't say no. Yeah. You're talking about getting bitten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, didn't say no. I just bit him. <laughs> yeah. But that's a different mentality. It was a different. It was just a different because it was that whole vibe of it takes a village to raise a yeah. child, and Godfather meant something, and it was like, you no, know, you have a a duty to raise. As well, just like, I'm saying, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. like this, there is a certain thing. Or even though you know, you look back on it, it's funny, and there's stuff I really disagree with it. Because me personally, like you know, not to you're I not gonna, you wouldn't buy a five year old. I wouldn't <laughs> buy a five year old. I wouldn't smack my kid. Yeah, it's just not me. I'm yeah, not. I'm not I, I just I, I I got smacked as a kid. Um, my dad, my dad, not like I'm not gonna pretend to him. Pretend I got beaten. No, but I got smacked, and I don't agree with it. Do you like, still remember? I, I I got I got I got hit once by my dad. Oh I no way! Never never. I think I was a really. I'm not I'm not advocating yeah, yeah, it. Well, yeah. But like no, but I mean I deserve. Like oh, I was like I deserved it. it, and I think I'm not I'm not advocating hitting kids. But I'm just saying that in life I try to not get in scenarios that would. I think when I was through, I was like, oh yeah, if you are a complete arsehole. Yeah, you're gonna do the consequences. Which you shouldn't do stuff out of fear, but like you shouldn't be nice out of fear, but. I was just like being a dick about it. I wanted to go to a water park or something and I was like complaining and crying. My dad was like, if you do it again, I'll clip you around the ear. <laughs> That's like, old school smack around like, what, is, what is clipping around the ear? And it's like that. I was like, oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll shut up. But, yeah, um, I just, I just, me personally, it's not what I'm going to do. If no. you want to do that to your kid, boy, that's your business. And me personally, I, I don't want to smack my kid. Just for the record. Uh, just for the I record. I'm not going to hit <laughs> my kids. You say that, Chris. Um, wait till they start complaining about the water park. <laughs> yeah. Mate. I remember it's weird, funny stuff that you sort of complain or cry about. I remember when I was a kid, I remember I said this to my mum, uh, this is like, what a piece of shit I was. I think it's probably the most horrible thing I've ever said to my mum. I was a little kid and I wanted to be a pro wrestler. Oh. And I begged my mum to send me to pro wrestling school. And it was like, <laughs> it was like a thousand pounds. And my mum didn't have the money. I didn't even the know money. there was a pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah. What, the one like, in Norwich? No, it was one in Bethnal Green. Oh, quality. Uh, it, a Lucha Libre school. And I begged my mum. I said, mum, please, please send me to wrestling school. My mum was like, I'm not fucking sending you to wrestling school. And I looked her in the eyes. I said, you killed my dream. <laughs> wow. That's such a dark. Yeah, I know. <laughs> dark... How old were you? About 11. Oh. There were a dark thing to say to your mum. Like, yo, mum, you killed my dream. There we go. Horrible, wasn't it? What a little spoiled brat that was, isn't it? The, you, that's, the, that's an early seed of your, this is a link to that in comedy. You've wanted yeah. to be that performer for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. I was into it from a young age. But yeah, I just remember saying to mum, "You killed my dream." Okay. My mum laughs about that. My mum laughs. That's funny. Goes, I remember when you always got wrestling school. And you told me that you killed my dream. Did you sit out on the stage? That's a funny. Bit. No, I've never that's said a funny. Just like kids say the meanest things, but like <laughs> that's not even like yeah. like cussing someone. That's like making <laughs> someone feel sadness. It's so. It's so. You killed um, my dream. Your mum was like, "Oh yeah, all right." And then yeah, it's, cried. It's, it's quite room. emotionally yeah, kind of manipulative, it, right? Just like you killed my dream. What a horrible little fucking brat. Uh, Oh man, um, you can link from that to this um, nicely. I think it's a kind of a, a comically harsh thing to say to your mum. But what I like to do two things at the end: if your mum or dad were listening, or your grandmother even, uh, is there anything you'd like to say to them that's like it could be? Po it's generally been positive. It's a positive podcast. I say thank you. Yeah, I say thank do you, it. man. One hundred percent. I say thank you, 
and even though I'm not there, I'm there. Yeah, and, and that's lovely. Yeah. That's really nice. Uh, that, that's, that says a lot in, in a yeah. few words. Um, and then the other thing we like to do, I'll play this to my dad. He's going to jump on at the end. Um, so my dad does love me. I know that. Of course he does. He just is a dude. He just doesn't. He doesn't like. He doesn't like being put on the spot. Is there anything you think you could say that might encourage John Martin to just relax and just say I love you? Um, John Martin. Uh, I don't know how much Chris is going to be happy with me saying this, but if you really uh, can understand, it's hard. It's hard to sort of touch into those emotions. Uh, my advice would be is to go and buy MDMA. <laughs> And you should take MDMA with your son. Oh, my God. And you will hug your son and you'll be able to express your feelings. I think, and I know, and I, listen, I know you're pulling back in. I ain't going to take no MDMA. Why not? <laughs> What's going to happen? What's the worst that's going to happen, bro? You're not, it's not going to hurt you. Nothing physically damaging. All you're going to do is feel pure love for a couple of hours and it will change your life. So John Martin's name's John. Yeah. John Martin. Trust me. Do MDMA with your son. If my dad snogs me, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'll just call you up. Mate, it's gone too well. <laughs> I need to make another podcast called uh, Getting My Dad to Leave Me Alone. Um, mate, that's brilliant. Um, and unsurprisingly, you're the only person to give that advice. Oh, really? Yeah, Great. but I love it. Um, before we wrap up properly, anything you want to plug to listeners? I'm on all, I'm on all social media. It's my name, Jamali Maddox. Um, and yeah, I mean, I got a tour in the UK coming up in um, January to May. I'll be all over the country. I think I'll be in Europe too. And um, in the way, and I'm not plugging. I'm plugging this podcast. Keep on listening to this podcast. Thanks, it's man. an amazing podcast. And I'm, I'm, I'm you, so man. happy to be here. And so yeah, just um, that's it, really. Jamali, one of the best. And uh, please Thank watch you. him if you're if he's in your town, mate. I love you. I love you too, man. John Martin, trust me. Do it, DMA. All right, Dad, that's Jamali's advice. Take some MDMA with me. Do you know what MDMA is before we continue? I've got a clue. It sounds like something you... It sounds like something on a computer. Uh, no, it's not, Dad. It is a narcotic, commonly known as ecstasy, probably back in the day. All right. Have you ever taken ecstasy before? No. Have you ever taken any drugs? Well, I've had dope when I was younger, but who dope. didn't? Who didn't? Yeah, it's interesting because I went and saw this... They asked me in these stupid questions, the doctors. They said, do I smoke? I said, no. Mm -hmm. Do I drink? I said, yes. And then they asked me, do I take recreational drugs? <laughs> I said, no. That's a funny question to ask of you. I don't know. How I mean, to seriously ask you that is making me laugh. And then, then they asked a really silly question. The really, really silly one was... um. How many pillows do you sleep on at night? <laughs> and I said, either one or two. And he said, how many years have you been sleeping on one or two pillows? And I said, I've no idea, about 60 years, I suppose. But he didn't explain to me why this was totally <laughs> important question for... I agree, that would really confuse me, that they drilled so far into that question. Well, exactly, as it followed after the question, did I take recreational drugs? <laughs> did, did did sleeping on one or two pillows have some bearing on my yeah. um, non-taking of recreational That's drugs? Funny. MDMA is ecstasy, a thing that you take that makes you very happy and very full of love and you would hug people. And I only know this, Dad, because I've been told about it. I have no first yeah, It sounds like some dodgy thing you get in a nightclub. It is. It's called Mandy, commonly in the UK. It's called Molly in America. Those are the nicknames for it. 
would you be up for taking it out of me? No, certainly not. All right. I'm not going to say I love you at a rave after having a... What did you say it was called? A Mandy? That would have been a really good end of season finale. What? For, for saying, saying I, right, Chris, we'll, we'll go off to a rave and have some Mandy. I love you. There we go. That would have been... That, <laughs> that would have been the perfect way to end the first season. But all right, well, just let's come back next week and see if we can get that, that final thing sober from you then. Yeah. Dad, I love you. See you next week. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.